So until now we were discussing about the halacha of the egg that was hatched on the first day of Yontif, going to the second day of Yontif, can you eat it? And last week we discussed about chutzlaretz, about the fact when it's outside of Eretz Yisrael and how that plays in. Now we're going to discuss the scenario of Rosh Hashanah. <coughs> Itma. So we know that Rosh Hashanah is somewhat different as we're going to see, and the uh, the way it's going to play out vis-a-vis a egg, Ravishmol, Dermatavayu, Noldo Bezeh, Asur Bezeh. If the egg is hatched on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, it is still us on the second day of Rosh Hashanah, which seems to indicate that Rosh Hashanah is all considered one Kedusha. As we mentioned last week, a possibility even regarding Chutzlaretz is that way. But certainly Rosh Hashanah, the Gemara says, is all one Kedusha, it's all one long Right, well, almost like one long day. Right, it's one long kedusha of Yantif. We don't look at it as two independent days, and therefore the fact that it's hatched on one day, it's the last on the second day. This non. Now the Gemara explains the rationale for this. Bereishayin originally when it came to the thirtieth day of El, which is the possibly going to be the first day of of Shchodesh. They were makabel the edus achodesh people who saw the new moon the entire day of the, that thirtieth day. However, one time the Edom became very late. And the Levim, who said a special shear, which each one of the Karbanos, there was the Karban Tamar in the morning, they used to say shear with. The Karban Tamar in the afternoon, they said shear with. Now the Karban Tamar in the afternoon, if today is Rosh Hashanah, they should say the Rosh Hashanah of shear, there's a special one for Rosh Hashanah. However, the Edom came too late. And they said already the shear of a regular weekday, because the Edom hadn't shown up. And then the Edom showed up. It turns out they really said the wrong shear. The shear should have been the shear of Rosh Hashanah. But they didn't know when the Edom would come, they didn't know. So they made a new takana. What was the takana? So they only accept Edom till Mincha, which means that there was no possibility of them saying the wrong shear because the Tama was after that point. And therefore, if the Edom came afterwards, wouldn't accept them. They would not say, they would not make that day Rosh Hashanah. Let's say Edom did show up in a Mincha Lamala. Noagim Osayom Kodesh, Lamacha Kodesh. Practically, they still had to, they came to Malacha on that day, it was still Rosh Hashanah, so they considered a Kodesh, but as far as Rosh Hashanah, the day of Rosh Hashanah was really the next day for the Kedush of Rosh Hashanah, but they had to keep the Malacha because practically it was Rosh Hashanah. So, therefore, it comes out that we anywhere, are going to be considered the entire 48-hour period from the first day to the second day, all as one day of Rosh Hashanah, all as one Kedush Rosh Hashanah. We have to consider all, all Rosh Hashanah. And therefore, the halacha is vis-a-vis a egg, the egg is hatched on the first day, it's also going to be Kodesh on the second day, because the Kedush is all one day, as the Takana was, to consider it all to be one day of Kedush. Okay, so that's the standard halacha. Says the Gemara Meraba, Mitakarus Vilchem and Zaka Veilach, after the Vilchem and Zaka got a Mitakarna, Beitzel Mutaris. Then the Bey actually became Mutar on the second day. What was he, what did he institute? This Nan, he said, Mishachor Beisamidosh, Hiskim Vilchem and Zaka, should be Kabbalah, he was Kodesh Kalayom. He said, this whole issue was only relevant when there was a Shir in the Beisamidosh with the Tamid. Once it was destroyed, the base of Mikdash, this whole thing wasn't relevant anymore. There was no concern of the Edom showing up too late and therefore making Rosh Chodesh, Am Hashanah, saying the wrong share of Nara Rosh Hashanah. The whole thing was not relevant anymore. And therefore he went back to the original way it was and it was Mikabal, Eitz Chodesh Kalayom. 
and therefore the uh, the necessity of considering the first and second day kodesh by default was no longer relevant. If so, the halachas on the egg should also change. If the first day is no longer considered kodesh by default, unless the Aiden come obviously, but if the Aiden don't show up, we don't consider it kodesh. Therefore, the halacha should remain that the egg which is hatched on one day should put there on the next day because the next day right, only one day is really kodesh, only one day is really shoshana, and therefore the the egg would not be asked on the second day. Says so, the Gemara, one second, Amalei Baya, Rav Shmuel Damer Tavayu, Bei Asura. Says they not that way. Says the egg is still Asur. Even nowadays, even after Yochanan and Zaki seem to go back to the way it was originally, we seem to say the egg is still Asur. So what's going on? Amalei, Aminu Lachanor of Yochanan and Zaki. I told Yochanan and Zaki who's a Tana, who's a from the level Tanoim. That Amalei Rav Shmuel. You told me Rav Shmuel said differently. Rav Shmuel can't argue on a Tana. The Gemara says, okay, so what's Rav and Shmuel? Although Rav and Shmuel, Kashem Asnisa, they have a question from Yochanan and Zakei, that he was a Tana. He held that the entire institution was uprooted after the destruction of the Mesa Megdash. So what's going on? So Gemara says, you're right. Lo Kasha Halon It depends on Eretz Yisrael or Chutz It really goes back to what we said originally. In Eretz Yisrael, we go with the original institution that it's only one day Rosh Hashanah. They did come. That makes Rosh Hashanah. It's only in Chutzlar, it's we have to make two days, because again, the Edom the don't get to, we don't find out about the new moon until much later on. So we make automatically two days Rosh Hashanah, similar to Sukkot, similar to Pesach, similar to Shavuos. So therefore, in Eretz Yisrael, it's actually going to be one day, and therefore, the egg, which is hatched on one day, is mutter on the next day. But for Chutzlaretz, we look at it as any other Yantif, which we look at both days as Kodesh, and therefore both days have the same status, Egg which hatched on one day is going to be usher on the second day. That is one simple teretz that's only going on chutzlaretz that's going to be usher on the second day. Reversive argues and says, no. Even after Yochan and Zakai, the egg is still usher. It means even in Eretz Yisrael, we're going to look at the egg to be still usher. Why? Because original takana, to make Rosh Hashanah to be all one Kedusha, make a one long day of, of Kodesh, and both days to be the same, that was a Davish of a minion. It was something which was instituted by a minion, by, by, by a number of different uh, Rabbanan who instituted this. The whole Davish of a minion, anything which was instituted in that fashion, Sarach minion achalatir, needs another, um, another Bezdin as a, as a unit to come and, up, and uproot it. And that wasn't done. Yochan Menzake is an individual maybe said something, but it wasn't undone as a Bezdin undoing the original Takana, and therefore the original Takana still stands strong, we still consider it one long Kedusha, and therefore the egg is still going to be us on the second day. So where do you find this rule from, that something was instituted as a, as a Bezdin, as a group of, of Rabbanan making an institution, that you need a, another group of Rabbanan to come along and undo it? Where do you find that concept? Where is this from a number of places? Amr of Yosef, Go to Sinai. They can go return to their to their uh, to their tents, which is going to say now it's going to be mutter until then they were usher to be with their wives. After Matan was over, they can go back. Then it says, After again the the uh, they blew this blast and there was a shofar blown. There was no longer a Kedusha to the Har of Harsinai, and they can now go up on the mountain. It was, the Kedusha was undone. Seemingly a second proof. We'll see what these proofs are 
momentarily. A third proof the Gemara is going to bring with Tanan, Karen Revaya, Ulu Yerushalayim, Malachi Omech Alachot Sad. Any Karen Revaya, which was the, the um, <coughs> vineyard, the fourth year's produce, or the first three years are Arla, the fourth year's produce have to be brought up to Yerushalayim, the Gemara says. Malachi Omech Alachot Sad. You have to bring up the, the, from one day's journey in any direction of Yerushalayim, you have to bring it to Yerushalayim. When you cannot be potent, you cannot go and redeem it. You have to bring up the actual fruits of the Karen Revaya. This is the tchum of the one day. And Those are the four directions. One day's travel. Why would they make this institution? He wanted to have the Yerushalayim be decorated with payros. It means everyone brought their fruits from the fourth year. Yerushalayim would be abundance of fruits. You can decorate it, it be beautiful. And this was a goal. We like to have Yerushalayim be in a state of beautification. So therefore, they instituted this gzera that no matter where you are outside Yerushalayim, within one day's travel, you bring the actual fruits up to Yerushalayim. That was the original gzera. Vitanya, well, there was a Brisa which says, Karen Ravai Hoyler, well, the Ezra, he had Karen Ravai, he had the, the grapes from the fourth year, the Mizrach, Lud, and you would have assumed you have to bring up to Yerushalayim, Mitzad Kvartavi, which is a place, Ubikesh, Lafkirlanim, he didn't want to bring him up, it was too heavy, too difficult, he said, you know what, I have no option, I'll be Mavkin them to Anim, I'll let Anim take them over, I'll bring up to Yerushalayim, I, I, I can't deal with it, I don't want to deal with it, so it sounds like he was Concerned about this gzera of having to bring the fruits up, I'm told him, "No, one second, Rabbi, your your friends got together as a group and were matter with the un they undid or they they un they uh, took away the original gzera. Original gzera was you have to bring it to Yerushalayim. Anyone who has fruits outside within one day's travel, they took away that the gzera." And you no longer have to go and do it. Who is that? Man, and Zakai with his chaverim. Uh, they went and they undid that. So you see that what that a that takana that was made as an original takana davish minion has to have a davish minion and as a as a as a way of instituting to undo, to undo it. Whereas the nimnu, the fact they got together and they undid it, that's what made it be undone. Hello nimnu lo. If they wouldn't have come to undo it, it wouldn't have been undone. So we see, at least from this proof, it seems to be a, a, a proof that Yochan and Zakai had to go and undo the takana, undo the takana that you have no longer bring it to Yerushalayim, and that's what made it now accessible to no longer have to bring it there. But if it was not undone, couldn't uh, you couldn't uh, undo the takana? So the Gemara says, okay, so that seems to be a good proof. The third proof is a good proof that we had to have a, a institution to undo the takana. What was the first two? Ma'ivah Omer, what was the first two proofs? Hachikamer. Mechtik, it says in the Pasuk, there was a takana, you had to be prepared for three days before Har Sinai. What was prepared? It means, not to come close to one's wife, you cannot have relations for three days before Ma'antona, before Ma'antora. And then, there was a necessity for a separate takana, a separate uh, declaration. Leich Amalam, shuv lechem leolechem. Meaning, that it, even though the original was said for three days, so you would say, okay, so after three days, it's automatically abolished. No, 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 no. There was a separate necessity to undo that original lakana by what? I'm saying, go and return to your tents. Without that undoing it, it went to an undone. So you see another concept, another proof to this idea that once there's an institution, you need a second institution to undo it.
So the Gemara says, okay, Shmami nuts. So it seems to be a proof from here. Kodavish would mean anything which was which was was counted and made as a takana. Tzarech minachal you have to have another minion to go and undo it. And this is one second. Maybe the chitema the mitzvahs onu hudasa. Maybe this idea of this second institution was not undoing the first one. The first one really was undone by itself. It said three days. After three days, it's undone. Maybe it's coming to tell you there's a new halacha to make sure to be mechayim mitzvahs ona, that a person is required to be with their wives, which will be really a, se- a, separate, a separate mitzvah that the Torah is requiring you. It's not a undoing of the first one, but it's a new aspect of mitzvahs ona that it's coming to tell you. And if there's no proof from there that you need an institution to undo it, no. It was an institution really to make, make mitzvahs ona, not to undo the original institution. So that's the second proof, which is a better proof. Tashmab yovel, yalo, it's after the they blew the uh, they blew a shofar, they can go up in the mountain now, and that was mutter to go in Harsinah. It says that the Tsonabaka can't go and graze on the mountain on Harsinah. So it would seem clearly that it's only during my Torah. So why does it have to be a separate institution, right? Blowing this shofar to say that now you can go up on the mountain. Why is that necessary? It must be, there's a, there's a necessity to undo the original Takana. The original Takana was not to go on the mountain, and you have to have a now blowing of the shofar. No, no, now you can go on the mountain. That once it was an institution, not to go on Harsinai, you need a separate institution to undo that, it was the blowing of the shofar. So, maybe that's only by Doraisa. This is by the Halacha, you cannot go up to Harsinai till uh, after three days. Maybe in Dindrabanan, you do not need a a separate institution to undo it. That's our, our third proof. Karen Revai, this institution of having to bring the, the grapes up to Yerushalayim. The Karen Revai, the Rabbana, it's only in the Rabbana. The Karmilei, and they told him that it's now permissible because they got together and undid the original Takana. So you see clearly that there was a necessity for institution to undo it, and therefore by us also. Now going back to our halacha, by the egg was instituted originally, they had to be if it's hatched on one day, also on the second day. And that's because Yerushalayim, I'm sorry, it's because, um, because Rosh Hashanah was created a, a Kedusha Achas. B'yochan was not going and, and, and undoing that. He was just saying that you can, do, you can have the ability to, to um, accept Adas the whole day. It wasn't necessarily undoing the halacha regarding the egg. Nothing we'll discuss. V'chitein mabayinami. Imnu Allah B'yochan Menzakeh v'shiruah. Maybe the fact that Yerucham Menachem himself got made a undoing the institution, that's enough. That means he, he tackled undid it. And he undid the original institution. And that should be sufficient to undo it. Where he says, no, Kiim no Aedus. He only got together and, and said on the Aedus, Halach of accepting the Aedus, that you allowed to go do. He never made a undoing of the Takana regarding the egg, saying that the egg which hatched on one day is mutter on the second day. And therefore, there was no particular undoing of that Takana, that institution regarding the egg. Just one second. The, the, it was never an institution regarding eggs in the first place. That means there was a takana which said that Roshan is all considered one day, which is really based on the fact that you don't know the Kabbal Edus the entire day, and we look at it as all one institution, fine. So the entire halacha of the egg was really an outgrowth of the halacha of Edus, which means that if you undid the halacha of Edus, they would undo the halacha of the egg automatically. You don't have a separate undoing of the halacha by egg. Mihavi, 
The entire institution of the egg was really dependent upon the edus. It's our edus, it's our beya. If you don't allow the edus to be accepted, which means, because you say now, you can't accept edus after mincha, which makes the entire two days considered kodesh, then you ask the beya. Ishtari edus, ishtari beya. But if the edus is mutter, so to the egg is mutter. It's not only a separate institution to undo the egg, and the egg is entirely dependent on the Allah of the edus, and therefore when the undid, the Allah of the edus, that automatically undid the Allah of the egg itself. And therefore the Gemara says, there was no need to institute separately undoing of the Allah of the egg. That's a second terrace. So we have two terrorists so far. We have one terrace that really was, the Allah would only apply us in, in, in Chutz Laretz. The second is, even in Eretz Yisrael, it would, um, it would still be, um, still be Aser because um, Rav Yochanan and Zakin now undid the the um, the Xera and Gemara wanted to suggest that neither Minyach Alatiro. Bottom line, we're coming out that the Minyach would not be Nesher Alatiro, and therefore they actually should be Mutter. The Gemara says Ra'adav Rav Shalman Tavayu Mibe Kilchas Amri After the Kodesh Yochanan and Zakin Beilch Beyasru. Even after Yochanan and Zakin undid. The requirement to have the Eid is coming after after Mincha, the egg is still Asr. My time, why is that? Because maybe right away, immediately, the base Mindash will be rebuilt. And what's going to happen? They're going to say, listen, last year, if there was an egg hatched on the first day, we ate it on the second day, it was totally fine. We also could do the same thing now. But the other thing, they won't realize. The Shtakish, the Kedusha saying. Last year it was two Kedushas because it was Yochanan Zakimit said that undid the whole, the whole um, Kedusha Achas. But now, once the Mesim English is rebuilt, it's going to revert back to the way it was originally, and now it's back to Kedusha Achas because we have the same halacha of Yochanan Zakimit originally. So if so, Edus also shouldn't accept. That means you should have a problem even nowadays of accepting Edus for the after, after Mincha. My time, but for the same reason. Last year we accepted Eid Zechodesh Kol Hayom. Also now we should do it. I'm not going to realize the same issue. Last year they couldn't do it, but they said they can. There's no, no comparison. Who accepts Eid for Eid Zechodesh? Only Bezdin does. Bezdin knows last year was different than this year. They know base Middash is being rebuilt and how that affected it and therefore the Tekhan is back and forth. They're very aware of that. But the egg is relevant to everyone. Everyone in their own house can have an egg which they're going to want to eat on the second day and they're going to say, based on last year, we can eat it, this week we can eat it as well. And they're going to make that mistake. So therefore we do not want to have the, the possibility of making the mistake. So therefore, now we have a second reason why the egg will be Aster based on this Gzeira that we're going to be concerned that you're going to build a base Middash and therefore go revert back to the original way it was <laughs> Even after Yochum Zaka, they said that we accept the Egestalasser. Even though it's true, you accept Edus. But Lamaisa, he did say that we consider yesterday Kodesh and today Kodesh, which means. On some level, you still consider it to be all one kedusha. 
So it's true, you let Eidus be accepted the whole day, but the, the second aspect, that you look at yesterday, it means the 30th day, and the next day is Kodesh, still was, was, was stayed in place, and therefore the Allah of the egg is dependent on Kedusha. If it's all on Kedusha, therefore the egg is still going to be Yasser, and therefore the fact that you accept Eidus does not affect the Kedusha of the day, and the egg is still going to be Yasser, because it's all on Kedusha, Achas, and therefore going to be Yasser. Okay, we'll stop over here. Shikoa, have a wonderful, wonderful day.